0: From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video
1: and is accessed on wia.org.au Yes it is, it's the news for February 28, 2021 I'm Graham VK4BB and no poll as yet. Well, although not there yet, don't despair. As President Greg now says,
2: the poll will be released soon following testing, if it if not already, by the time of this broadcast.
1: At the time of entering the studio today, we are in a way off to a great start with an election for four WIA directors to join the incumbents in Oscar VK3TX, Philip VK2CPR and Lee VK3GK on the 2021 board. That part's great, but then wait, nary a word from the WIA board this week on that very topic. However, WIA President Greg has popped in with word on that promised WIA poll.
2: In last week's broadcast, I spoke about the Australian Communications and Media Authority, known as the ACMA, having recently issued a consultation document which details three licensing options concerning the future of amateur radio in Australia. The ACMA's preferred option is to transition to a class licence instead of the current apparatus licence. This option effectively deregulates the radio amateur service. As promised last week, the WA has now released its initial white paper with a detailed analysis of the benefits and risks of each proposed option, which can be found now on the WA website as a news item. I wish to sincerely thank the WA Consultation Working Group for their efforts in analysing the options and releasing the initial findings. The WA is conducting a poll to seek feedback from our members as well as non-members, Your input to this poll will assist the WA in finalising a comprehensive and representative final submission to this consultation. Please refer to the analysis in our initial paper to properly inform your decisions in regard to the poll questions. Non-members who are licensed Australian amateurs can now register to receive the poll. WA members, please note that you do not have to register to receive the poll. A link to the poll will be sent automatically to you via Memnet email. Non-members can register by entering the url tinyurl.com slash wipoll, that's t-i-n-y-u-r-l dot com, one word, slash w-i-a-p-o-l-l, one word, into your internet browser. Again, I also ask that club presidents relay this registration information to their club members as soon as possible. It is important to understand the financial context of this consultation. The ACMA is subject to year-on-year budget cuts, euphemistically called efficiency dividends, which means that every year the ACMA have less resources. This impact is apparent in the progressive loss of engineering and scientific skills and also the loss of administrative resources from the regulator. The end result is that the ACMA is seeking ways to reduce costs, which underlies the basis for their preferred option C. The WI acknowledges that option A at this time does not meet the objectives of the ACMA, The WI also notes that the ACMA states that they, quote, want to preserve the current operational utility for licensees, end of quote. The WI asserts that this objective has not been met within the ACMA's current proposals and that the option C proposal, as presented, fails any sort of no disadvantage test. However, the WI does believe there are potential opportunities for either apparatus or class licence types or potentially a hybrid thereof to deliver mutually beneficial outcomes for both the Australian amateur and amateur satellite services and the ACMA, which would not disadvantage Australian amateur radio operators. Consequently, the final question on the poll seeks your support for the WA to explore options of a streamlined amateur service licensing system with the regular regulator that could deliver benefits to both the amateur service and the ACMA. The poll will be released soon following testing, if if not already by the time of this broadcast. In the meantime, please review the WIA initial analysis. Until next time, this is Greg, VK2GPK.
1: Although not from the WIA board direct to you, the WIA listener, we do have that list of prospects thanks to a Facebook group called WIA Election 2021. Some, at least, candidates are members and have been posting, but may have missed the idea floated that they provide you with a short, sharp audio bio in this and every week's weekly news. The idea of that group is to provide a platform where we can ask what they aim to bring to the table. I'll run through that list in a moment. Now, that Facebook group has had many a ham write-in with suggestions and some with observations. I'd be paying a lot of attention to scribes such as Grant Willis, Peter Parker and Megan Woods, all who write in a way which no one can take offence at, but which contains more than a grain of truth. Others delve back in history to the the good, the bad and the ugly days. And to the board members and prospective board members, it doesn't matter if these observations are incorrect. The important thing to take on board is, is that they are perceptions and perceptions need be addressed in a way which will move AR forward in VK. To take an extract from this week's I've Been Thinking Q News broadcast by VK4ZPP. We need to say what we think, speaking ideas in a way
0: that you know is right, but listening to others as if you were wrong. We need to say what we think and express interests in the other people's ideas. This enables us to gain personal understanding which we might otherwise miss out on and more readily enable others to share our opinions. By letting people know you wish to improve things
1: and that you wish them to give you input, you start a process of cultural change. Well said, Jeff. Now, the notice of order of names on the ballot paper for the 2021 election of directors. 1. Peter Schrader, VK4EA 2. Peter Dernicus, VK3FN 3. Greg Kelly, VK2GPK, current WIA President 4. Stephen Green, VK3TSG 5. Peter Clee VK8ZZ, current WIA Secretary 6. Chris Dimitrovic, VK3FY 7. Scott Williams, VK3KJ, current WIA Board Member and 8. David Uzel VK2DU Now, on that post, the returning officer does ask that members are to attend to voting promptly due to apparent lengthy delays in postal delivery times. All candidates have QRZ profiles of varying detail. Some have Twitter or YouTube as well. Most have email addresses on QRZ in case you wanted to contact them, and incumbent board members also have email addresses on the WIA website. Call signs and other info here have been taken from the WIA Election 2021 Facebook group. As we move ahead in WIA national news for the week February 28, a reminder of our three W's. Wear a mask, wash your hands, watch your distance. This
0: is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, international news with Jason, VK2LAW. Hello, and we go to
3: Russia for our first news story. Researchers in Moscow have developed a terahertz detector with unprecedented sensitivity, and it shows promise in several areas of science. On the website phys.org, P-H-Y-S one of the Moscow researchers, Denis Bandurin, writes, quote, the current characteristics give rise to great hopes for the creation of fast and sensitive detectors for wireless communications, end quote. To Germany now, German radio hams tackling RF noise pollution. DARC reports 35 Electrical Noise Area Monitoring Systems, or ENAMs, have been delivered and another 20 locations are sought as part of an effort to monitor interference from human-made noise on the HF bands. ENAMs are based on nationwide installed measuring stations that work as a network. With their help, DARC can make scientifically reliable statements about interference levels on the frequencies. As is well known, the interference has increased in recent years as customer-consumer devices drive up the noise level. To the USA, the AWRL Board of Directors have considered a motion to offer a new plan that would pay for the new but not yet implemented $35 FCC application fee for a limited number of new radio amateurs younger than age 18, who, at the time of testing, belonged to an ARRL-affiliated charitable organisation and passed their tests through an ARRL VEC-sponsored exam session. The proposal called for reducing the VEC fee for those candidates to $5. The initial proposal came from ARRL Southeastern Division Director, Mickey Baker, November 4, Mike Bravo. Other board members offered subsidiary motions. Supporters said the purpose behind the motion was to ameliorate the potential financial hardship the pending FCC application fee posed on certain minors applying for their first license and to encourage new youth membership. Still in the USA, over neighbors' objections, Shelburne operator gets the green light for ham radio towers. Shelburne, a suburb of Burlington, the largest city in the state of Vermont, lies northeast of Boston but very close to Montreal, Canada. Joel banner writing in Burlington Free Press, says K1ZK's erection of two antenna towers on his rural property has been a source of contention with his neighbours for at least a year, but now has been approved by the Telecommunications Review Board. Compromises were struck along the way. The new structures will be measurably less of an eyesore. Originally conceived at 70 feet, Manganello's ham radio project is getting off the ground with slim guy-wire supported towers that extend up to 60 foot. Shelburne limits such antennas' heights to 35 feet. Now, not only does K1ZK boast the highest towers, he has held the highest class of amateur licence since he was 17. The prospect of backup emergency communication offered by a local ham radio operator as well as public education and research projects eventually swayed the citizen-run review board. So did the Federal Communications Commission, which strongly suggests that local regulators make reasonable accommodations to amateur operators, not just for practical reasons, but for the amateur's unique ability to enhance international goodwill. And finally, in this week's international news, some sad news from Argentina. The former president of Argentina, Carlos Menem, Ex-Lima uniform one Sierra Mike died on February 14. He was aged 90. Menem took office in 1989, serving for 10 years. Menem was active on the air in the 1980s and 1990s. He had earlier served as regional governor. Menem served as a senator from 2005 to 2019, and according to the New York Times, Menem was hospitalised in December with kidney failure, and has been put in a medically induced coma in Sydney. I'm Jason
0: VK2LAW. Now operational news with Felix
4: VK4FUQ. Hello there. The CQ Worldwide 160 metres SSB contest is this weekend, February 26-28. Your exchange is signal report and CQ zone. American stations also exchange their state, and Canadians their province. Not only but also this weekend is the French or ref contest, running from zero six hundred hours UTC on the twenty seventh to eighteen hundred hours UTC on the twenty eighth. Using SSB only on the three point five to twenty eight megahertz contest bands, the exchange is serial report and serial number, but French stations also exchange their department number or overseas prefix. The following weekend is International DX phone contest march six and seven. Column contest BERU thirteen fourteen march. WIA John Moore Field Day 2021 March from UTC at 0100 hours on Saturday 20th to 0051 hours Sunday 21st. The CQ Worldwide SSV WPX Contest March 27-28. The CQ Worldwide CW WPX Contest May 29-30. April 25 AM Anzac Day Monday 25th from 9 AM on 7125 kHz AM. Harry Angel Sprint will be May the 1st 2021. 10 hours to 11.46 UTC. The VK Shires, June 12 and 13 in 2021. Winter VHF-UHF Field Days, June 26, 27. DX Window. The WIADX Awards Program is pleased to announce a new annual leaderboard competition for standard class license holders starting 2021. With more WIADX Awards, Manager Graham VK3GA joins us.
2: Previously, standard and advanced licensees were combined in a single leaderboard. Now, standards have their own section. Overall winners in both foundation and standard sections each year, based on high score, will receive a complimentary crystal plaque, courtesy of our sponsor, Future Systems. 73 from Graham, VK3GA, Awards Manager.
4: The RAF is flying high to celebrate its 100 years on March 31. The Royal Australian Air Force call signs, the target and work are VI 100AF March 1 to 29 May. VK 100AF March 1 to 31 August. France. QRV is TM18AAW from Macon this weekend, February 28, in celebration of the 18th Antarctic Activity Week. QSL to Home Call F8 DVD. Republic of Benin. Ian ZS6JSI has been acted recently as ZS6JSI. Slash TY, from Parakou, about 400 kilometres north of the capital city in this western African country. He has been there since late January and is expected to be there for six months, and activity has been mainly on 20 meters FT8. An interesting side note is that Ian is operating from the Trans World Radio Gospel Broadcast Station. Romania. Members of the sport club Panduri Teguro, Ju Our QIV would call YP145B from Teguro, but only until next Wednesday, March 3, to celebrate the 145th anniversary of the birth of the great sculptor Constantin Brancusi. Activities on the HF bands and QSL direct to Y07CKQ. Austria special event: The Cornish Radio Amateur Club's official International Marconi Day award program was cancelled due to the coronavirus situation. However, special call sign OE21M will operate between April the 24th and 26th. 0000 hours to 2400 hours Zulu to commemorate the anniversary of Guglielmo Marconi's birthday, April 25th, 1874. Just repeating. New northern repeater, VK7RUN Channel 3 is currently active 431.850 input, 438.850 output in the Launceston CBD. Intended for the support of small form-factor low-power FM handhelds using shortened antenna. Offering unsurpassed penetration to buildings and alleyways, it is within two kilometers of the CBD and serves to facilitate message passing between hams out and about during these socially distancing times without the distractions of equipment drawing attention, perhaps for the wrong reasons. Reception reports, questions, or comments to vk7un at yahoo.com. I'm Felix, vk 4 Q&A.
0: This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with Cole, VK3GTV.
5: And we have quite a bit to get through this week. So first up, it's ATV. One megawatt of peak AM power, saving the Voice of America Delano Relay DL8. In 2007, the Voice of America ceased operations at the Delano Relay Site in Central California. The site is destined to be bulldozed along with several relics of Collins Radio Company's Broadcast Communications Division. Now an ATV video is available from YouTube showing how the Collins Collectors Association, with assistance from the Antique Wireless Association, hatched a plan to retrieve one of the Collins 821A-1 250-kilowatt shortwave transmitters from the site and place it on display for all to see. This video presentation gives some history of VOA and the Delano site and follows the disassembly and relocation of Delano Relay DL-8. Just search for W6DQ on YouTube. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Females in Radio. Meet Merle Taylor. From Teaching Soldiers Morse code to Running a Farm, This 97-year-old Nova Scotia woman shares her secrets to a happy life in a full-page article on saltwire.com. Merle, or VE1VCI, said that the Second World War opened her world up immensely. In 1942, when Merle was a mere 19 years old, she saw an opportunity to apply to be a wireless operator in the Royal Canadian Air Force. She was hired, and her main responsibility was Morse Code. On her first posting in Montreal, on her first day of work, she met the man who would become her husband, Fred Taylor. Shortly after Fred was posted to Calgary, and to be closer to him, she took a posting in Saskatoon. Upon her arrival, she was informed she would be teaching Morse Code to pilots from Australia and New Zealand. She had never taught a day in her life, and she was no expert on Morse Code at that time. She stepped up to the challenge, because the pilots after being trained by her, would be headed off to war. Maybe, just maybe, one of our listeners' relatives were actually trained by this Canadian Wonder Woman, Merle Taylor, VE-1 VCI. What a great story. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. As reported to SpaceWeather.com, Canadian radio amateur Scott Tilley, VE-7 TIL, has snagged another signal from deep space. His latest conquest has been to copy the signal from China's Tianwen One probe, which went into orbit around Mars on February 10th. He uses a homemade 60-centimeter dish and relies on software defined radios to accomplish the task. In other space news, a nano satellite made at Tel Aviv University is now in orbit and measuring cosmic radiation following its successful launch by NASA. The satellite, called TAU Sat One is the first to be completely designed, developed, assembled and tested at an Israeli university. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Internet, the Ham's Domain. First-time caller, long-time listener. Aficionados of talk radio stations will be more than aware of that intro. Now comes Clubhouse. Remember when everyone had piles in their toilet? I'm talking about piles of magazines. What were you thinking? Those magazine piles vanished with the advent of mobile internet. Today, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram are never-ending sources of content you can tune into in those spare moments to occupy that part of your brain. Ben Zotto, writing in marker.medium.com, says Clubhouse, the new darling of Silicon Valley and the Extremely Online set, may have hit upon a rich vein of similar desperation, and if the company navigates it correctly... Could become just as essential. The key for Clubhouse will be in honing in its algorithms so that every time a listener opens the app, they're presented with a conversation that is interesting to them. This is the area where podcasts miss the mark. It's amazing to have so much choice, but all too often that choice is paralyzing sometimes, a lot of times. So first-time caller, long-time listener, Clubhouse can ultimately transcend faux conferences, and evolve into a never-ending stream of something more like talk radio that is guaranteed to be interesting to you. Most people don't want a chat most of the time. Most people just want something to listen to while they're doing other things. Clubhouse is an invitation-only audio chat social networking app launched in April 2020. In May 2020, it was valued at nearly $100 million. In January 2021, the valuation reached $1 billion. And that's an awful lot of pennies to spend. You can search for the Clubhouse app on Google or your App Store. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, IOTA, IOTA OC3, 7 and 737, Cocos Keeling, Willis and Minami-Torishima Islands. One may very well think we hams have beaten the pandemic, what with several international islands events in the pipeline. Take JG8NQJ – who once again will be active as JG8NQJ-JD1 from Marcus Island, Minami Torishima, OC0737 from mid-March. He'll be at his weather station for about three months and wireless-wise will be mainly on 17 metres. Northern Corridor Radio Group members from VK6 will be active as VK9CE from Cocos Keeling Islands, OC003, between March 16th to 23rd. David, EB70X, will manage the paper QSLs, both direct and bureau. And Willis Island, OC007, is set to be activated by the Hellenic Radio Association of Australia on November 3rd, hopefully with call VK9W. Worldwide special interest groups, radio amateur old-timers, just ahead of RAOTC guru Clive, VK6CSW, Again, I'd like to remind you of the source of my earlier story on the VOA and that Collins gear. If you enjoyed this video, as I did, consider becoming a member of the Antique Wireless Association and subscribe to the Antique Wireless Museum YouTube channel and you'll receive news of the latest video updates. Now it's over to Clive.
6: Hello everyone, this is Clive, VK6CSW, reminding you that the Radio Amateurs Old Timers Club of Australia's March Bulletin goes to air tomorrow, Monday, March the 1st. This month, as well as all the latest club news, we have the following items for you. Travelling Brainwaves, read by Ian, VK3JS, Mark Oliphant, Australian physicist, and the part that he played in the development of radar, also read by Ian, plus Google, rival search engine, read by Bruce VK3UV. Everyone, REOTC member and non-member alike, is most welcome to listen to the program and to join in the callbacks afterwards. The monthly RAOTC bulletin is transmitted on a wide range of frequencies and modes, but a full list of transmissions and times is on the RAOTC website www.raotc.org.au or simply Google RAOTC broadcasts. If none of the transmission times suit you, you can download the audio file at any time from today from the RAOTC website. SIM3 from Clive, VK6CSW.
5: Thanks, Clive. And once again, tune in tomorrow for the RAOTC Bulletin and don't forget to join in the callbacks afterwards. Worldwide special interest groups, VHF and above, the plumber's delight. First, VK72ZL digital record on 10 GHz set by Rex, VK7MO, and Roger, ZL3RC. Both stations ran 60 watts, and Rex was using a 77cm dish, and Roger used a 113cm petal dish. The distance was 1,960km. For this 10GHz record, WSJT-XQ6560D mode was used. The 60 indicates 60-second periods, and the D represents tone spacing of 13Hz. Worldwide special interest groups, Worldwide Flora and Fauna, also known as Parks, program, Croatia 9A. A call to weed out from the bunch this year is 9A10FF. Members of the Croatian Flora Fauna ARC are QRV with special event call 9A10FF during all of 2021 to celebrate the club's 10th anniversary. QSL via 9A2MF. In Tasmania, VK7, a Summits on the Air Worldwide Flora and Fauna Parks group is now meeting twice weekly, on Mondays and Fridays at 10.30am at Glebe Gardens Cafe in Henry Street, Launceston. For more information, contact Al, VK7AN. And finally, Worldwide Special Interest Group's YOTA. Plans remain up in the air for the Youth on the Air, or YOTA, America's Summer Camp, tentatively set for July 11-16 in Ohio. 2021 Yota America's Cup director Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, said that changes in the COVID-19 pandemic status between now and July will have an impact on the decision to host the camp. He said, At this time, they're still hopeful that hosting the camp safely will be possible, and should they not be able to host the camp, I'll let everyone know with as much notice as possible and postpone it to 2022. The plan is to make the final decision in the month of April. And that's it for Worldwide Special Interest Group News for this week. I'm Col, VK3GTV. This is VK1WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au.
1: On the 2021 social scene. In VK6, it's the Peel Amateur Radio Club swap meet, March the 6th. And a new one on the scene, VK5, the CERG convention, Mount Gambier, June 12 and 13.
6: This is John, VK5DJ, for the Southeast Radio Group. Yes, our convention is on this June 12th and 13th at Mount Gambier. It's the Queen's birthday weekend, as usual. Andrew, VK5KET, is getting ready for the Australian Fox Hunting Championship and the Convention Committee are planning a similar program to past events. Things may change due to COVID-19, but at this stage, with the vaccine rollout and the good work of health officials, we're optimistic of a successful event. Now might be a good time to book accommodation. See you there. Thanks,
1: John. And of course, he is referring to the VK5 holiday weekend for the Queen's birthday, which on that date is not celebrated on Norfolk, Cocos and Keeling Islands, Christmas Island, VK4, nor VK6 in WA. Now, till next we meet, I'm Graham VK4BB. Don't forget that Facebook group. And don't forget to be listening next week. And final, don't forget me, is don't forget to watch WIA National News on YouTube or on your favourite ATV outlet. I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly.
0: From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.